welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. This is the podcast to get real about what it takes to become the wealthiest and happiest version of you. After creating my first seven-figure year, 12 months after having my first baby, I am on a mission to show as many women as possible how they can create tons of money in their online business with the most ease and joy possible. I'm here to inspire you and guide you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. All right, you guys. Hello. Welcome back to the Fully Free Podcast. I want to do an episode on four four ways that your content could be a lot better and making you a lot more sales. So lately I have been working um, in a more hands-on way with a lot more people because I offered recently marketing feedback, one-off marketing feedback. So you can find these on my website. So if you haven't checked out the new website, it is thetaylorlee.com and you can click any of the things on the site to find ways to work with me. But if you go to... um, the work with me page, it will have some one-on-one options. And one of them is marketing feedback. I really think you should check this out. I really think you should grab yourself one. People have been blown away by the feedback, but I have done, I don't know, a couple handfuls of, of these so far. And I'm seeing these themes over and over and over again of where people could be so much more effective and strategic with their content and getting more engagement and more importantly, getting more sales. So there's four things coming up over and over again. I want to start with things that I see when people pitch their offers, okay? Especially their high ticket offers. So if you're selling a high ticket service, one-on-one coaching, masterminds, this is really, really going to help you, but it really could help you with any type of product or service. So first thing is paint the picture of the logistics of the offer. Let me tell you what this means. I was just looking at a private client's um, pitch on her Instagram stories. And so she's, you know, she's keeping it very simple, right? It's like, she has one package where you get calls in Boxer. She has another package where you just get Boxer. And she kind of just left it at that. Where she could go deeper is painting the picture on what is it like to use those things? So paint the picture by saying, instead of saying you get Boxer and calls, you paint the picture by saying, imagine if, any time, let's think about a health coach helping their client lose weight, okay? Imagine if any time you started to feel overwhelmed trying to decide what to eat or you know meal planning or you're really getting in your head about something or you're noticing some mindset stuff come up or there's a situation where you're feeling um, uncomfortable or unsure or, or whatever, right? You literally just send me a message on Voxer, a text, a voice note, whatever. Within 24 hours, I will respond to you with some mindset shifts, a game plan, an action step so that you can always be moving forward and feeling really clear and not feel so alone and so in your head. Then someone could think, oh, I could actually imagine myself using that, right? And to take this a step forward, I would really encourage you to think of like, What are like three really common scenarios where someone could really make good use of Voxer with you? Start with that, name those, 
So another example is like, if you have calls, one-on-one calls, group coaching calls, it's like, okay, but it's intimidating. I'm going to spend hundreds or thousands of dollars to get calls with you. And then how am I going to use them? Like, am I going to know what to ask? Is what I'm going to ask going to be silly? So what you can do is you can give another three to five examples of the types of things that you talk about with your clients on calls. So for example, um, if I wanted to share examples of what I do on calls with my clients, I could say, you know, imagine every other week you have a call with me and we can go through your Instagram content. We can go through your email stats. We could go through your launch plan. We could go through any of the mindset stuff coming up. We could make a whole plan for the month or the quarter of how to hit your revenue goals. Um, so every single call is really, really effective. And you leave them with this solid game plan of how to hit your goals, how to get out of your own way, exactly what to do, how to improve for better results. You're like, hell yeah, sign me up. <laughs> like I want those calls. Whereas if I just say you get 12 calls with me. Okay. Either a, it just goes right over your head. You don't even think twice about having 12 calls with me or B it's like, would I use those calls effectively? What would I use them for, right? What am I going to ask? What are we going to do? I think you want to remember a lot of people have invested in coaching and not used it effectively. And I think it's important to take personal responsibility for that. But I also think it's important as a coach to guide your clients to using the coaching with you effectively. And what you don't realize is, yes, that happens in the onboarding. Yes, it happens by setting boundaries and expectations, but it also happens in your sales pitch. So what I've realized is by being a better marketer, by having better content, by selling more effectively on with my content on social media and to my email list and the podcast and all the things, my clients use the support better. They're more confident using the support. They ask better questions. They get better results. So really, really encourage you to do that. Okay. The next thing you want to be very, very clear when you're pitching your product on who it's actually for. Yeah. You've all heard this. However, I don't think we're doing this the right way. So I see a lot of people they are naming, like you're at this income level, or you want to lose this amount of weight, or you want to manifest your soulmate, or, um, you want to have a beautiful website or you want to pop up on the first page of Google or whatever. Right. I want you to think about five, five, five. This is your homework. I want you to write out five specific situations that are happening to your ideal client on a daily basis. So for a relationship coach, um, specifically someone who helps with like manifesting their soulmate and self-love and that sort of thing. Five specific situations could be that you tend to spiral about where your life is going and how much time you have left to meet your soulmate. And you just get really in your head about where your life is going and timing. And you feel a lot of pressure and you feel a lot of rush. A second situation that might happen is you're having conversations with, you know, people you're dating or people you're talking to, and you're not, you're not letting yourself be you because you have so much pressure to like meet that right person, be with that right person. You are really holding back who you really are. You're really hiding your personality. You're feeling like you're being very shy, reserved, and you're really letting this other person take the lead, but in a way that's not supportive. I don't know, right? Like you think about these specific situations, odds are you've been there 
And odds are you have clients who are there and who have been there. So you sh- it should be very easy for you to think of five things that your ideal client is experiencing on a daily basis, right? For someone who wants to, their hormones, balancing hormones, right? A lot of clients who work in this space, hormones, natural health, whatever it may be. You can talk about symptoms of that, right? Like on a daily basis, you're feeling really fatigued and tired. And, and, and how, why does that matter? You're not able to keep up with your kids. You're not able to keep up with your work. You're not able to be present with your partner. Like it's affecting every area of your life. Um, another thing that might happen with someone who has these hormonal issues is that maybe, maybe it really dictates their day. Like, it's like, you can't even really like follow through with your, with your plans or plan your day because you don't know how you're actually going to feel or your energy levels or your, you know, you might actually be sick or, um, really moody or whatever, right? Whatever the situations are that really matter to your client. Five situations, five thoughts and five feelings. So they may overlap and that's okay. But in the thoughts, I literally want you to put quotation marks and I want you to try to write these thoughts as their exact thoughts. Like you find yourself thinking, what if I never meet my person? You find yourself thinking, what if I'm, what if I'm literally just not good enough for the kind of partner that I want? You find yourself thinking, what if all the good guys are taken? You find yourself thinking, maybe I'm always going to feel sick like this. You find yourself thinking, maybe I'm never going to be able to wear the clothes I wear because they just literally don't fit me. Right. Maybe you find yourself thinking, maybe I'm just not cut out for this whole business thing. Um, you find yourself thinking, maybe. No, you find yourself thinking, why would they hire me when there's so many other coaches just as good as me or way better than me or that have way better testimonials or that are way more confident or way more beautiful or have way better branding or way better marketing? Okay. And five feelings. You find yourself feeling overwhelmed about da 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 da. You find yourself feeling really anxious about where that next sale is coming from. You find yourself feeling really bummed at the end of the day that you didn't get everything you wanted to get done. You find yourself feeling really regretful of the time that you've missed with your kids. Okay, five situations, five thoughts, five feelings. That, when you can name these things, let me put it this way. Some people do market in this way. I know there's a lot of people right now that are very like eerie of using pain points. And some of these might really sound like they're pain points because let's be honest, they are. A lot of people use pain points to shame and convince people to pay them. If you don't pay me and work with me, you are going to feel this pain forever, right? That's not what we're doing here. We are naming it and saying, if this is you, it would literally be my honor to support you. If this is you, I would love to help you because that's exactly where I was at. If this is you, you deserve more support. You deserve the transformation. Like we want to hype them up. We want to be kind. We want to be inviting. But what I think calling these things out does when you do it with love and you do it with understanding and you do it with, I get it this I get it energy. What people feel is they feel safe. They feel safe to enter your container because it would suck to go into a coaching package and say, I just feel like this. And the coach is like, what do you want me to do with that? Right. Or like, get over it. Or I, yeah, I I don't know. I've never heard anyone feeling that way. Yeah. You're crazy. Or if someone's saying like, can you help me with this? And your coach is like, 
just get over it. Just do it. You're like, oh, like it's, it's embarrassing. It sucks. It's what a lot of people are afraid of, even if they're not conceptually thinking that. So I think by naming these things, you make people realize they're not alone. You make them feel seen. You make them feel safe. You make them feel confident that they are the right fit. And I think that these things matter so much more than how much weight they want to lose, how much money they want to make, things like this, that they, those things might matter for your package, but a lot of the time they don't. And a lot of time just saying you want to make 20 K months is not actually specific because there's so many ways someone could make 20 K months or saying you want to lose 20 pounds is not actually specific because there's so many ways that you might lose 20 pounds. So this brings me into another thing that I don't even have on my list. So bonus and bonus number three is B five is showing people a little bit more of your process. So again, saying you want to make 20 K saying you want to lose 20 pounds is not actually enough because we want to work with someone on that goal and do it in a way that feels good. So what I realized was I thought that when I was making a bunch of money, it'd be so easy. Like, and I think a lot of people think that if you're a business coach, like, well, of course it's easy for her to send clients because she can shop from the rooftop. She makes a million dollars or she makes hundred K. I actually experienced a dip and I experienced a slowdown in sales when I got lazy with my marketing at that level. And I was just like hundred K months, hundred K months, hundred K months, hundred K months. And people stopped signing up because it was like, yeah, but do I, I don't even know if I can do that. Like, do I have the right audience? Do I have enough time? Do I have the right niche? Like there were so many objections. So what I really needed to do was show people how I do it, even though they can see it because I'm a business coach. You see what I sell, you see what I do. I needed to talk through proof that it's possible for them and show them how I do it. Let them see how many hours I work. Let them see how much time it takes. Let them see. And also who's not a good fit. And what niches won't work for this and what price points don't work for this or whatever the thing is, right? Um, If you help people lose weight, it's not just lose 20 pounds, lose 20 pounds or balance your hormones, balance your hormones or whatever it is. It's like, they want to do it in a way that feels good to them. Even manifesting your relationship or your soulmate or whatever. It's like, okay, are you going to have me going out to the bar every night? Are you going to have me on all the dating apps? Are you going to have me literally just doing energetic work? None of that is good, bad, right or wrong, but it's like, what is your method? losing weight. It's like, okay, you're going to have me counting calories. Are you going to have me eating vegetarian? Are you going to have me drinking meal replacement shakes? Are you going to have me working out two hours a day? Are you going to have me doing cardio weights? Like we want to do it in a way we want to do it business. Like, okay, but am I working with 25 clients? Am I having to post every single day, 10 times a day? Like we want to, we want to kind of show what it looks like, even though you might even be feeling like you're giving away the answer good. You want them to see the process. You want them to choose to do the process with you. Number four, what is really going to help your content get seen by more people? So here's the thing. I don't care how many likes you get. I don't care how many comments you get. I care how many sales you're getting because that's what matters. That's what makes a difference to your bottom line, your revenue, your business, your life. Um, and you having the fully free life you want, but part of making more sales is getting your content seen. So yesterday on a mastermind call, a client submitted um, just a link to one of her posts. And she said, I'd love to look at this post and see why it got pitiful engagement. So funny. Um, and it, it did with all the love. She, you know, she's the one that said it. It got seven likes. But again, I don't really care about the likes. I look at the post though, and I understand her frustration because the post was really good. Visually, it looked good. She had this really cool graphic. Like it looked good. It was on brand. And the content was good. 
Like more people should have seen that more people should have consumed that. Cause it was really helpful. I even told the whole mastermind group. I'm like, okay, you guys take my advice here, but also take her advice because <laughs> she teaches copy. Um, and so it's like, you guys do this to like, take her post and do what she said as well. Cause the content was good. Her hook was a little bit off. So, um, I forget exactly what she said, but she kind of said like, do you, do you want to do like whatever? And the thing that she said, like, do you want to fill in the blank? The fill in the blank part was not what people want. It was like, they don't, they're not really thinking I want to do that. Right. It was the most strategic thing, right? Like, do you want to be whatever, telling more story in your content or whatever? It's like, they don't really want that. Some people might know that they need to tell story in their content, but they struggle with it. So that could be a better hook. If that's your ideal client, like, do you know that you should be telling more story in your content, but you really struggle to because, so we talked about using that as a hook, but also if your ideal client doesn't even know they need to be telling story in their content, again, it depends who your ideal client is. We need a different hook. Do you want to be making more sales from your content? Do you want more likes on your content? Do you want like, what, what do they actually want? What would they come to you and say, I just wish more people saw my content. I j-, and again, these are going back to the first part or second part. When you do the five, 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 can you think of five situations, five thoughts, five feelings, use those as hooks, use those in your sales pitch and use them over and over and over and over. The hook is the first sentence of your post. It's what's on that first graphic on your post. It's the subject line. It's the first thing that comes out of your mouth in your reel or your live stream or your podcast or whatever. It's the title. It's the first, it's the first sentence that needs to be spot on. That needs to be in their words and it needs to be something they'd actually say. So there's that number five. What I want to leave you with is market research. So there was a long time in my business where I was so against market research And now I think back and I'm like, I have no clue why I was so against it because every time I do market research, it is so freaking insightful. Now, a lot of the time when I tell people, pull your audience, they're like, when I do a poll on my Instagram story, I get like two votes, like not helpful. I don't care. I want you to still do it. There's a lot of ways you can do market research. You can email a form out to your list. You can ask them on polls on your story. You can reach out to clients that you love working with and ask them to fill it out or even ask them just a basic, simple question. I recently did all of the, of the above. And so number one, I did a giveaway. So, um, I decided to do something really crazy. And I said, if you fill out this form, I will pick one of you to have a free month of coaching boxer coaching. And I've been working with this client now for a week. And it's, I, I had already had, it, it just was a coincidence that I'd already worked with her before. We picked her at random. I love her. I love working with her. So it's been really, really fun actually. But I got over 140 people filled out my form and told me what their budget was, what offers they wish I had, what things about my offers have caused them not to buy in the past, what they know they need the most support with, what they'd love to ask me about, like all these things. And now as I've been, you know, revamping my mastermind, we are launching a membership, um, which should be live when you hear this. So check that out on the site too. Um, I, I won't tell you too much today. And I got so much insight, you guys. I'm thinking I'm keeping everything. I literally open up the forms. I can use your exact words. 
I could see, okay, like if literally 70% of the people are saying that this is their budget, it might be worthwhile to go a little lower than I wanted to. Or I've been surprised too in the past where it's like, oh, I ended up pricing something a little higher than I thought I would because people voted for the higher amount. They don't always vote for the cheapest amount. Um, it's been really cool. Another thing I did was I asked just a couple of clients who've ended recently or who I'm working with. And I just asked them like, what do you wish I offered? And I asked that on my form to over 140 people. Well, not actually, I would say about half of, I did that as an optional question. I, I don't know. I should have just made it mandatory, but I did it as optional. And I was like, bonus points. What exact offer do you wish I offered at what price point? And so I have like over 70, at least 50 offers custom created by you guys. Do you see how valuable that is? And what was really cool is a lot of you came up with the same couple of offers. Like the majority of them are the same, like two or three things. Hell yeah, I'm going to sell those things. Yes, those are becoming offers. <laughs> like my 90 day coaching package is literally something that many people, so many people on the forum are like, I wish you had Boxer with one call a month or you could plan out my month, like reflect on the past month, make a game plan for me to hit my goals. And then I had Boxer all month and I wish it was around this price. It's on the site. There's two spots for it. Like I am so many people were saying like, I wish I could just send you some of my content and get some feedback. Guess what? I turned that into an offer. A lot of people were saying, I wish you had a membership again. I wish there was something that was like a hundred or a few hundred bucks a month where I got things like blah, 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 blah. Guess what? It's an offer. And so right now, I think it's just more important than ever. Cause I think so many people are feeling like people don't want to buy or what, like we're making up all these stories about our audience. Instead of making up stories about your audience, just ask your audience, just ask your audience. So market research. I think if you're not doing it, you should do it. And I think if your excuse is that you don't have enough people to do it, you should still do it. Like, just do it. Just start now. If, I mean, for me, it's like, even if I just would have got five responses, I would be grateful. I would see what they said. I would take them into consideration. The market research has been a game changer. So you guys, I hope that this was really helpful. I know that if you implement this, it'll be really helpful. So take these five tips, go implement them in your content, in your sales pitches, and come celebrate with me on Instagram as you have more sales coming through, <laughs> as you get some market research answers in. Like, I want to hear about this. Um, this is the advice I've been giving over and over and over to high ticket clients. So I just wanted to put it out there and give it to all of you guys um, because we all should be making more money and more sales. All right, you guys, I'll talk to you next week's episode. Bye guys. Real quick before you go, if this episode gave you value, got you inspired, or has you feeling more confident than ever about your big goals, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a review? It would mean the absolute world to me and it helps other powerhouse women just like you find this show, which is truly the best gift that you could ever give me. So thank you in advance for leaving a five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon.